0: Yo, what's going on? Howie Spangler, Tales from the Green Room. This is episode number 73. Um, How are you? you, How's everybody doing today? Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Lots going on, as always. uh, Valley Who's playing a show this Friday at Gilligan's Pier um, in uh, Newburgh, Maryland. That's Southern Maryland. So any Marylanders out there, maybe some Virginians. Virginians. You want to come hang out? Say what's up. It's a place right on the water um, off the Potomac, I want to say. I don't know geography. Um, anyway, uh, should be a fun time. Played there the last couple summers, and um, yeah, we had, we had fun. Uh, grab your tickets for that Boston boat cruise, um, it's selling really well. Uh, that's June 30th. And then uh, we've got a free show June 29th. I'm going backwards. June 29th, we're going to be on Long Island at Mulcahy's. It's a free show. And June 28th, uh, grab tickets for our show at Patty's Beach Club in Westerly, Rhode Island. So we're going to be up in the Northeast hanging out. Super pumped. Uh, Renegade is out. Super excited for Renegade to be out. Um, thank you all for listening. We got we hit like 20,000 streams over the weekend, release weekend. Uh, we're number four at iTunes Reggae. Um, we didn't even push it over there. It just made it into the top five, which is amazing. Just the support from all you out there. It's, it's, it's really, uh, I don't know, it fills my heart with warmth and love. So thank you very much. If you haven't listened to Renegade yet, please do uh, share with your friends. Tell everybody what's going on about this band. The song's called Renegade featuring Ted Bound from Pacifier. You can listen to that episode, Friday's episode, um, which is, I believe, episode 72, um, we talked about, uh, Ted's verse and how the song came about and things like that amongst many other things, but, uh, thank you all so much for that. That's really, really good. Um, today I've got, uh, Dan Ravenda. He is a Spotify playlister or a Spotify playlist curator. I don't know what the, the term is these days. I should probably know that. Um, anyway, it's, uh, his, his, uh, Spotify playlist is alternative rock hip hop fusion top 50. It's kind of a mouthful, but it's very self-explanatory when you look at it. Um, It's got a lot of great bands that that you'll enjoy, a lot of familiar faces uh, from the reggae rock community and even more. Um, He gave a lot of great advice, especially in the last 10 minutes of the episode. Um, Make sure you stick around for that, artists and solo artists, bands, whatever. Um, If you're trying to get on playlists, I mean, this is the world we live in now. And uh, this guy gave some really great insight and um take notes because uh it's important and maybe one day you'll find yourself on one of those spotify curated editorial playlists that we are so lucky to be on um yeah so here we go uh, enjoy tales from the green room everybody Dan, what's going on, man? How you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty well.
0: Good. You're a uh, you're a Spotify playlister.
1: Yeah, I have an uh, alternative rock, hip hop fusion playlist on Spotify.
0: And this is uh, it's a top fifty, so it's just fifty songs at all times.
1: Yeah, sometimes it'll be like fifty one, and I just uh, if I like pre save something, it'll add it right to the playlist. Uh, and then I just have to go and you know remove songs. Right. I pr- try to update it pretty regularly, um, at least a couple times a month, to keep it like fresh for people who are listening, mm-hmm. uh, including myself because I do listen to the playlist. So um, you know, I try to change it up every every couple weeks. Yeah. You know, add new songs, and especially as stuff comes out. And now, like I'm in. I'm in contact with a lot of the bands that are on it. So they'll always send me like a pre-save link and let me know when your stuff is coming out. Uh, and I'll add it right away. Like you guys just dropped renegade. That's already number one. on our playlist. I just saw that. Thank,
0: thank you very much.
1: <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> you did. <laughs> no, it's not a problem. Yeah, um. like, like I was trying to tell you, uh, before our phone cut out on the last one, uh, the playlist was actually a lot different before I discovered Ballyhoo, who, which I kind of discovered you guys through, um, building this playlist. Uh, so I started the playlist first because like, I play in like a rap rock fusion band and I, you know, everything I was reading about like, you know, promoting music on Spotify was to build a playlist. Like that was one of the first things you should do. Build your own playlist of things in your genre. So it was all like the classic rap rock bands, like Incubus, Chili Peppers, Rage Against the Machine, like Impark, like the really like super popular ones, 30 Heads. But it was really hard for me to gain followers on the playlist. And I wasn't really sure why. So I was just continuously going with it. And then I was kind of looking for similar artists to the different artists on the playlist. So I actually discovered Ballyhoo through similar artists on Spotify of Dirty Head. And then I started listening to Ballyhoo and I started adding you guys to the playlist. And then I made the uh, Instagram and you were reposting it. I was like, Oh, this is great. Like they're, they're actually like acknowledging that they're on our playlist and they're reposting it. And what was happening was I was getting follows from uh, Ballyhoo fans. And then Valley who fans for messaging me and saying, "You got to check out these bands, these bands, these bands." So a couple of bands in particular, they said you got to check out uh, Bumpin' Uglies and Tropidelic, and put them on your playlist. So I checked them out, which they're both amazing, and they're now like, I have a relationship with both of them where I am adding their new songs onto the playlist as they're coming out, uh, and it's kind of just evolved into a rock, an alt rock. Uh, hip-hop reggae fusion playlist uh, because of that and you know, these other bands that I've kind of discovered through Bally who uh, have been sharing the playlist and then some of them I'll, I, I asked them which I asked you a while ago could you share it on your Spotify profile and that helps kind of grow the following and you know I've noticed that if you have bands that are not gigantic, on your playlist that they're way more likely to share the playlist and help it kind of grow if you're following.
0: Yes. I uh, definitely definitely understand that. A lot of those bigger bands they either aren't paying attention or they just don't take the time, you know, whereas the bands they that don't are, even
1: they don't even use their phones some of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, they're not doing any of that stuff. And the new bands, the bands that are that haven't exploded they're using every means necessary. They're using every strategy yeah. in the book of how to be a modern artist in this world that we live in now. And um, one of those things, and I tell this to artists all the time is that make sure you're monitoring playlists. Somehow there's like chart metric. There's, there's um, lots of different ways you can do this. You can go into your uh, Spotify artist page and it's all right there. You can see all, this, all the playlists that you're on and go through and, If you see you're on a playlist, find out if they, if they have a, um, an Instagram or a Twitter or something, Facebook, whatever, and reach out and say, thank you. And tweet about it. Get your friends to follow. Um, because you can, you know, there's a chance you may form this organic relationship with the playlister and, you know, vice versa. Um, and it seems to be, I mean, what you just described is kind of exactly what's happening.
1: Yeah. It's actually funny you say that because, uh, There was a guy, uh, Koshadil, obviously I know you know him, Mm -hmm. because you had recommended him to my playlist. And he and I ended up having, like, we we have a really great relationship, which all started from the playlist. Like, we just did, like, a mini tour together back in March. Oh, nice. Uh, You know, we literally, we talk all all the time. I call them fireside chats. So he and I, like, he'll just call or I'll call him, and we'll just, like, talk about shit for, like, hours sometimes and he's taught me so much about like the modern music industry and then in turn i've actually taught him a lot especially about like the spot spotify aspect of it and the online streaming aspect of it uh so we've actually turned out to have like a really great relationship like and he said like it all started from this, this playlist and like you know it's continuing to grow and like we're good friends now uh which is just to me, awesome. Like I've made a playlist. This guy hit me up to be on the playlist and we just started talking, talking, talking. We played shows together. Like everything was just like kind of really panning out really well. Just because of this one playlist. Uh, and because like we have that relationship now. So he's kind of helped me even grow the playlist through promoting. It's the same way that you and a lot of these other bands have, have done. So I'm super grateful to that too, because now I have a playlist with, Almost a thousand followers, which I didn't really think was possible.
0: Not an easy feat, man. It's really not. I've got um, the tales, the tales pod playlist, and um, which is, I just kind of base it off of um, artists that have been on the show, like guests on the show, and then stuff that I'm into, friends' bands, things like that. That I pe- think people should check out. Even like even bands you've heard of, like just cool songs that I like. Just kind of throw them on there. And um, you know, I've got about 150 followers, but it's been about and around for. I don't know, like a month maybe, um, and I know yeah. I know that I've, I was able to get you know a hundred followers because, hundred fifty followers because of you know who I am and everything. I understand that, um, but uh, you know it's 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 not like I'm getting in in droves. You know it takes there's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, and, and, oh yeah, and one of those things that you described was mingling with the artists and actually building a relationship and things like that. It's, um, it, it, it helps cause they're going to tell their fans and you know, th- that's how you're going to kind of generate your follows. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm a little over, we got 931. It looks like here. It's great, man.
1: Yeah. that helps to run ads too. Uh, I've run like the Google ads and the Facebook and Instagram ads. Smart. And the cool thing is instead of, so for me, it all started like, well, how can I promote my own music? in a way that I'm not, like, promoting the music. Because, you know, you promote, you're trying to reach a new audience with, with your music. Uh, so for me, as I was promoting the playlist, it was, well, let me target, and I, I think I did it a while ago, I did, like, a Ballyhoo-specific ad. It was, like, the cool video I found of you guys, and I, I just ran an ad. And, like, my followers went up on Instagram, the followers went up on the playlist, the streams, like, while you're running these ads, the streams do go up a lot. So the streams like fluctuate. Like if you're running an ad, you're going to get a lot more streams on your playlist because more people are seeing it. They're clicking it. They're checking it out. They're, you know, streaming through it. than if you're not, so, you know, you have like your, your fan base who are consistently, you know, coming with checking out the playlist every couple weeks at least. And then you have people that are really just listening during while you're running the ad. And it's great. Cause like 21 pilots dropped their new album back in like October I ran an ad just to 21 pilot fans and like got great results from that. So you can actually target these larger audiences and really like, you know, use a picture from that larger or even you near know, that larger artist and just target their audience and people who also use Spotify and you will get a good amount of followers. So there's a lot of tricks to building your following on a Spotify playlist. Um, some of them work really well. Some of them don't work that well. You know, I've had ads that work really well, and then ads that kind of flopped and didn't do much at all. So it's really about uh, trying stuff out and seeing what's worked and what doesn't.
0: Yeah, that's that's how it is with ads. Like, um, even for promoting like the band stuff and everything, it's like you'll have several ads are going out, and then you just stay on top of them every day and kind of see what's working, what's not working. Tweak it, tweak your keywords, you know, all your targeting and all that stuff. Till eventually you kind of figure out what works um, and what doesn't you throw it to the wayside um, <clears throat> but uh it is great to target fans of you know whatever um, obviously because it you know if, if there's if there's like for me what I what I when I kind of think about ads it's like okay so let's target people that are just like you know this person and it's crazy how like all the data you can see like you see like um, what their spending habits are like what they tend to like what kind of um movies they're into what kind of like uh kind of lifestyle they have like if they're a student like things like that it's really interesting um and you can kind of see like where your your basic demographic is that you know your core demographic and um you can use that data to target other people like them and I think even Facebook has an option where you can like check like you know not not your audience like as long as they're not like It'll target people that aren't your followers already, but are just like those followers.
1: People similar to you, people who follow your page, or friends of people that follow your page. Yeah. Uh, There's all sorts of stuff you could do with targeting with ads. It's, It's literally insane. You could pretty much build your whole business online with just Facebook ads. And you could have a successful business no matter what you're doing. Like you can build a successful online business with just Facebook ads if you're doing it right and you're targeting it right.
0: Yeah, you have to be on top of it and, and constantly changing and tweaking. Um, but I think a lot of people sleep on ads. They don't, they don't think that it's necessary or they don't think they have enough money. I mean, we've gotten great engagement from 20 bucks.
1: you know? Yeah. If you, can, if you put in like $150 in ads a month for like three months, Eventually, like after that point, it'll probably be paying for itself. That's so. I've taken some classes on like Facebook ads and stuff. Uh, I don't. I haven't been putting in a hundred fifty dollars a month into ads because I, quite frankly, don't have the money to do that right now. Uh, but you know, from what it shows you, yeah, it, they eventually do pay for themselves pretty quickly if you're if you're funneling things the correct way and you're kind of targeting, retargeting, funneling getting people on like an email list and, you know, either selling them things or getting them to kind of buy what you want them to buy.
0: Yeah. You have to, you have to learn who your audience is. You have to be able to read the data, learn how to interpret it, and then
1: use that on your targeting, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's been so easy with the playlist because, well, it's obvious who the audience, your audience is because you have it right there in your under your artist. You know, it's, it's easy to find your your audience of, you know, fans of Ballyhoo, Dirty Heads, Bright Hot Chili Peppers, and Sublime. And you target those people and they kind of, it funnels them right to the playlist. And it's crazy. Like, you run the playlist and you just watch like, oh, screens are going up right now in these 2 weeks span that we're running this ad.
0: Yeah. And it's, and uh, what bands and artists have to remember is that if the playlist is doing well, that means you're doing well like the 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 artist is doing well cuz you're you're getting streams you know um it we we got on uh i don't know i think it was um ali hagendorf at spotify she's a, she's like the rock curator typically um and i think she heard of the band somehow and this was like i don't know two uh eh, about three maybe yeah about 3 years ago maybe um and she we Got put, on, I guess it was her. We um got put on t- like a couple songs, mixtape, and girls, and some other ones. Got put on like some really like big playlists. Um, Soak up the sun.
1: Uh, oh, those are those are some good ones.
0: Yeah, like I I Soak couldn't up believe the sun, it. The big yeah, and we're still there, you know. Thankfully, um and it's just huge. Like the numbers are insane. Like when we, you know, no any song that we put out cannot knock these songs off the top, like walk away and mixtape and blaze this weed. It's like they're on these playlists and they just, they, they can't be dethroned because I think because of, you know, the, the kind of traffic that those playlists are getting.
1: Yeah. Like soak up the sun or like, that's like 37,000 a month people listening to that beach yeah. vibes. So I'm looking at it now on your are uh, discovering on um, each that's only that's almost 60,000 people a month just from that one playlist that's insanity
0: it's crazy we've got that's I like mean, a
1: quarter quarter of your monthly listeners are from playlists.
0: yeah it's wild man there's i mean just in the last you know 28 days on soak up the sun we've had 15,000 listeners and 17,000 streams that means that these people are listening more than once which is great um but uh, Essential Ska and new punk tracks and Covered in Punk with our Green Day cover, like, it's great, man. It's like, um, I don't know. I, the, one of the things that, that's that been uh, strategic that I that just, actually, we just came a part of this recently. Um, I guess labels and artists are to figure out that if you add, um, if you have a feature, like a vocalist or whoever from another band mm-hmm. on your song and you release that song, but you... You make the main artist, like the band that recorded it, and then the band that the feature is from. So, like, for instance, uh, Trapodelic just did the works. I-, I sang on that song. And they made Trapodelic and Ballyhoo the main artists rather than Trapodelic featuring Ballyhoo or featuring Howie Yeah, It's main artist, And so it shows up on both of our pages. So they're getting a ton of traffic that they wouldn't normally get. Because they're on our page. and Genius.
1: Yeah. Really genius. Yeah.
0: And it's working. I mean, I I agreed to it and everything. It's not like they just did it. But um, they, uh, and I I assume that they're doing this with the other features that they're doing. I see they just put out some with Fishbone. And it's it's the same thing, Tropidelic Fishbone. So I bet if I go to Fishbone's page, it's going to show up on their page. And um, you need to get permission if you want to do this, bands out there listening right now. uh, Make sure you reach out and say, hey, are you cool with this? Because it is going to show up on your page. And the weird thing is, is like, this means that we're going to have on our top songs, it's a top song right now for us, is, is a tropidelic song, which is weird, right? Um, I'm singing on it, but it's not a value song. It's a tropidelic song. So it's a little strange. Um, so if you do that too much and the songs are really good, you might end up with a bunch of other bands in your top 10. <laughs> it's not you. <laughs> so that's one of the things I noticed.
1: Well, what I noticed is, because obviously, like, I keep track of, like, Who, like, those are all, like, I call them my bands because they're off all part of the playlist.
0: Yeah, there's a lot they, of them. Those
1: there. are their, they got on their first two Spotify official playlists with that song Yeah, uh, that they just put out with you a couple weeks ago. And that was one of the first things that clicked to me was, okay, one of the reasons they probably got on those was because it was also a Who song.
0: I think that's... Probably the reason, the major reason they got looks because they're on our profile and it looked like a Ballyhoo song, and automatically because we're, we're already on those on those uh, on those playlists with other songs, essential ska and new punk tracks. Yeah. and well,
1: um, once you're in, you're, you're in on those uh, those networks. Yeah, you have already been performing really well on those. So the way that uh, the editorial playlists work is, uh, you can as an artist when you're releasing something, you want to do about a month out. You want to submit your song to Spotify, and uh, they might they'll t- take a look at it. And if they add it to an editorial playlist, they'll add it to a small one. Uh, and then they'll base it on how it performs there, meaning does it get a lot of skips? Is it getting a lot of saves? Are people adding it to their own playlist from this playlist? And it kind of works you up a playlist ladder. Uh, so for you guys, you're already like working within that, like those bigger playlists soak up the sun, the beach vibes. Uh so yeah, like you said, they said, Oh, it's a Balan Who song. We'll definitely give it high consideration for the Essential Ska new punk tracks. I listened to it and they said, Oh, it's on Rips and they added to those tracks. Those uh playlists. Yeah. So it's definitely it's interesting the way it works. It
0: was a huge layup for Tropedelic and, and Matt already reached out and like thanked us and everything. He's like this is huge. Thank you guys so much. Um so it, it, it you Well know, they
1: definitely deserve it.
0: Oh, for sure. They're a great band, and, and that song is rad, and all their new stuff, I mean, it's just, they're, they're coming up, and it's, it's nice to see, you know, it's fun to be part of it.
1: Yeah, They're fucking, they, I, I was, I've been surprised that they haven't been on more of the Spotify playlists
0: until now. Hopefully they're going to get, you know, looks on, on the next things that they release, you know, like, um, you know, hopefully that was the way in for them, and hopefully the song is performing well.
1: It's crazy. Uh, we got a band out here in Jersey that we, we play with all the time. They're called uh, Cook Douglas. They're like a rap, rap group. Uh, they released this song called Lockjaw. And they're uh, they friends with this actor from uh, 13 Reasons Why. I can't remember his name. I think Brandon Flynn. Mm-hmm. So this kid agreed to do like a music video for them. And they, he is like a huge follower. He's a famous actor. He was on a big like Netflix series.
0: Yeah, I know who he is. So they
1: released this song. He he did the music video, he promoted it. The song got to like a million streams. It was like it was blowing up all over Spotify. And still they didn't get added to an editorial playlist. Wow. To me, that was that was that point. Because that song blew up extremely fast. Uh, now I actually just put out a song that was like got like a hundred thousand plays in a month. We did like a Game of Thrones theme song. Uh, and we, we released it like right before the the uh, the final season dropped. <laughs> and it was like it was just get it getting added to a bunch of playlists. It was doing really well, but still no love from the, the editorial theme or anything like that. It's just it's nuts how it works. And I guess just there's so much music they really have like like you have that in. Like with Valley, who like they're gonna look at everything that you guys put out and be looking to add it because they know that there's an audience for it.
0: Definitely grateful to be a
1: part of it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with uh, what's going on with the Spotify official end of it. Is they're really just kind of they have they you have to be in, and if you could work your way up that ladder, once you're in, you're you're in. So.
0: Yeah, I think I think for uh, you guys,
1: nice. Job. It, right.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 great, man. I it, like I said I'm I'm really
1: stoked and grateful to be a part of it and uh for well, them to even know, give guys us are, looks, I've been around a while, Yeah. And you've put in a ton of fucking work, so you deserve it.
0: We uh we didn't get any placements this weekend uh with Renegade um as far as editorial goes. Um and that and that's fine. Um so, uh, but we'll see maybe over the next week or so. I don't know how, like, I think they kind of, like, the fr- after the first week, maybe they may, it may not, it may be less of a chance or whatever, but, you know, they pick up older songs all the time. Like, when, when we did, some of the songs that we'd put out, like, they were, like, kind of in, out for a while when when they got added. I don't know how, like, that was a few years ago, yeah. so they may be more focused nowadays and just kind of w- get it when it's hot. If and they it, say you
1: got 10 days or release. To really make a big splash, and after your first ten days, uh, if you haven't made a big splash by then, you're probably not going to make a huge wave with that particular song. Okay, that's what they say. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't work for Spotify. I don't have any any proof of that. I only know like what I've learned from you know talking to different people who have been involved with it and doing a lot of research. So they say you got about ten days, and that's where they're really checking it out. Uh, usually it, when they add them now, because they have where you could submit to them, uh, early on, they usually add them like right away, like on release day, like what happened or like within a couple of days of release day, like with, uh, the song you just did with Tropodelic.
0: Yeah, that was like, I think the day
1: of, So it, it, it could be that they, they added that one to two playlists. So they weren't going to just add, you know, you release this one a week later. Yeah, that's, that's so that the might other have thing. Also yeah that is the other thing that I
0: thought is I think maybe the releases were too close together, and they already added this to two playlists, so this one may not get the love this time, which is you know obviously a uh a, a negative for us um but I think in the in the long run, I'm a big picture type of person um so you know yeah. I, I don't mind helping out another band like that because yeah, those guys are hard workers and they you know they're their their music is cool and they're just they're good guys you know so it's not you know it's not like that. Um but yeah. how does
1: that work with uh with the royalties? Are you both collecting equal royalties from that song?
0: Uh no, probably not because it's um the this it's based on the songwriters. Um as far as uh you know, that's a good question as far as um the but the mechanical side, I'm not exactly sure. Um actually no, mechanical goes back to the songwriter. Um Performance royalty? Yeah, I'm not sure. I have to look at look at that and see. Because streaming royalties are
1: are a little bit different than songwriting royalties.
0: Yeah, we have the uh, the sound the sound exchange set up for that. Um, yeah, I I I I,
1: I don't know how that works with two artists both putting it out. Like, are you splitting the royalty? It does does it not? Like, are you deciding to? Does the distributors do they split the royalties, or do you both get you know, the point zero zero four scrap of a cent per stream on that.
0: Yeah. I'll have to check the, uh, i have to check the, uh, the royalty check in a couple of months. See if it, if it's on there or not, that'd be interesting. It's definitely something to think about. There's cause there, you know, this was new territory when we did this and I, I you know, kind of, it's kind of hard to think about every single thing that, that could happen with it. Um, the the one thing that did affect it was when uh, you when you have an upcoming release and you know this <clears throat> this is more for the listeners when you have an upcoming release um, you can use your uh, your Spotify artist dashboard to submit a song from the album or if it's just a single you submit the single but um, so I had my submission for Renegade in like I don't know two or three weeks before it came out and. Those uh, those guys approached me about it, about doing this. I said, "Yeah, sure." And then once we did it, um, I was thinking, "Ah, oh, I wonder if that's going to mess up my submission." And it did actually. It canceled my submission because they, their people submitted that their song. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Ah, oh, shit!" So, and then when when on their release day, it was a week before our release day at that point, and I'm at a festival. I'm at Cali Roots, like trying to do this all day long with like. Horrible data because there's so many people there. I can't, like, the, everything's loading slow. Um, and every time I went to submit, it's like, oh, nope, sorry, it's uh, whatever. Just, you have to wait till this release comes out. And it was weird because the song had already come out. Like, it was release day, but it still was registering it that it still hadn't come out yet um, as far as the submission was concerned. So I had to wait until like, it was like a little after midnight that night. So early, you know. Saturday morning, like twelve fifteen in the morning, um, I got to the submission. Worked finally after trying all day, um, and it did work. It went out on release radar. So you have to do it with at least a week before the release to to get on release radar of all your followers. And I was able to yeah. squeak it in there. And I was really worried about that. I was like, Oh my god, this isn't going to happen. Like we've got sixty three thousand followers, and none of them are going to get this on release radar. You know, it's like it's not enough for the band to post on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter that the song's coming out this day, people still aren't going to see it, you know, unless you've got a hundred thousand dollar marketing budget that can get it to everybody. Um, people just don't see posts and stuff because of algorithms and things. So it needs to go to release radar. You know, they need to get that notification like, Oh shit, the new value songs out. Some people didn't even know, you know, um,
1: how, do you, how do you guys do on release radar? You have 60,000 followers. How many, plays you getting on release radar that's like the first week of a release um like different from release radar because i i don't really use my release radar i don't know a lot of people that do so um, i actually just had this conversation with someone about you know release radar like do people actually use it
0: yeah i was actually i recently just started using it for my for my playlist like for the bands that i'm following stuff like i'm like i'll just check this every friday and see what cool songs are out and before that i never really did it Every now and then I pop, I pop it on, but it was just not a thing. I I usually use my daily mix. I'll ch- I'll try one of the daily mixes, which is not new songs. It's yeah. just all random. And um, so same with Discover Weekly. I never, I never listen to that. Um, but so like Release Radar. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I don't know about Release Day, but since Release Day, which was you know a few days ago, uh, twenty four point seven thousand streams on Release Radar. So that seems pretty good.
1: No, that's solid. Yeah. um, That's like... uh, Well, how about... What about listeners? Uh, Because it definitely makes a difference of...
0: Oh, wait, you know what? Are you getting... I'm sorry. You know what? There's three songs on release radar still, apparently. Uh, So out of those three, um, which one of them them is the works, uh, so we got uh, 9.9 thousand. So just under 10,000 streams on release radar for Renegade. And the listeners... (laughs) Uh, doesn't, it doesn't specify listener. There's no listener breakdown I, Like for the three if songs you, it just If says, you go
1: to click Renegade and click the playlist, okay. on, like look at your playlist for Renegade, it'll tell you the uh, your okay. listeners and stream count from Release Radar under your playlist okay. on your Spotify for Artists. If you're on your computer, yeah. if you're on your phone, it won't do that. Playlist.
0: Okay, here we go. Um, it might do it. Anyway. No, you're right. Uh, so I, yeah, I clicked renegade and went to playlists and release radar. 7.2,000 listeners, nine point nine thousand streams.
1: Okay, so that's that's not yeah, you know, out of sixty three thousand people, that's that's not bad at all. Yeah. So I I've, I've just been wondering, like, I want to get an idea of like how many people are actually using their release radar. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's
0: interesting. So yeah, it's a fair amount of people. It's definitely something that, yeah, it's definitely something that you don't want to, you know, even if you think many people won't hear it, you still got to do it. You got to do it, you know, just because you are going to get streams from that. You know, whether it's, you know, obviously, like you just said, for 63,000 people, we've got 7,000 listeners. I mean, that's, that's pretty good considering, um, that's like, what is that? 10%, a little over 10%. Um. That's pretty good considering. Um, <clears throat> so I, I definitely, you know, band should absolutely make sure that they all their ducks in a row and then you can, you can get that submission in at least seven days before um, just so you guarantee that it's going to be in there because it will
1: help a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that actually would explain why they probably didn't even get to consider Renegade for a uh, Spotify official was because it kind of got bounced off by uh, the work.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I see how that um, that worked against us in that way. Uh, again, I'm like I said, I'm a big picture guy. So I think that our two bands working together is going to add up to something greater nah, later. I, I, um, but it is a bummer that you know we didn't get on any playlist this weekend. Most likely because of that. Now, had we had the releases been further apart, you know, I'm not saying that this is a bad idea. I just think maybe the release time should be. Further apart, not not a week. Uh, I'd say try to make it a month if you can, um, if not a few weeks. But so yeah, I mean this is this is one of those like lesson learned kind of things. Um, and like again, I was happy to do it with these guys. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting. Interesting to see where it goes from here. Um, if their song ends up being one
1: of our top songs, <laughs> you know, that'd be so weird. Well, I mean, you're still on it, so people are people could click it and still hear your voice and you know the naked ear the same thing yeah
0: yeah no doubt hope you're enjoying this episode we're gonna take a short break and we'll be right back i promise all right we're back thanks for staying here let's get back into it so uh you decided to start your own playlist um a couple reasons or, or you were thinking, okay, maybe, um, we can help spread the word of the band. If I start this playlist, things so like that. I,
1: I was, I was really into, trying to promote my music on Spotify and, you know, pitching the playlist and stuff and, you know, doing a lot of research. I took a couple classes on it. And, uh, you know, one of the things that they teach is build your own playlist and really build it up. So then as this started building, uh, You know, I had put out a release in December 2017. So, you know, I had kind of stopped promoting my own music for a little while directly and was just promoting and building this playlist for about a year until we released music again this last April and then we released another EP in May. So we just started releasing music again and it was really helpful to have a playlist already built up with a built-in following that, you know, it's not a ton of people listening to it, but there is a good amount of people that listen to the playlist every now and then. Uh, and it also helps to have on release day, a active playlist that you're on right away. It does help with your, your ranking within the Spotify algorithm and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it also helps. I found it helps with pitching to other playlists and these other playlists, um, I don't want to call them companies but they're like playlist groups so there's there's a couple of groups out there they do like they have these very active like playlists they'll do like 10 songs every month uh, and or something like a uh, playlist push submit uh, hub things like that uh, so what you do is you can uh, actually get money on playlist push to not to add songs to your playlist but to listen to them so they, it's basically a playlist pitching service. Right. So they'll they'll send you songs to listen to, and they'll start you off at like a dollar a song, and then as you as you add more songs that get listeners, and you expose their artists to new listeners, you get you accumulate points, and then the amount of money you get per song goes up, and which is really cool because I've actually discovered some really cool artists from uh, this playlist push, uh, and then. I've used the money that I made from there instead of keeping it. Uh I just push that back into pitching my own songs. Uh <laughs> or you know, certain companies that Smart. they do playlist pitching. I'll go I go to them and I say, Hey, I have this active playlist. Uh I'd like to join your group. Not I'm not really looking for any compensation. Uh would you be willing to pitch pitch a song what like, a song that I have when it comes out? And like that's all I'm asking for for compensation of, you know, basically being part of your network. So you, you can join, now with this playlist, you can join these networks, this network of other playlist curators uh, to kind of promote your own music. Uh, you know, most, most people who are making playlists, you know, for me, I built the playlist to kind of, the, the initial thing was to uh, promote music that I had, and then it kind of just spiraled into something else where... It became well now I can not only support my own music, I can support all these other really great bands that i love and that have like I've learned to love and discovered through this playlist. Like like Sally Who, like Tropedelic, uh Roots of Rebellion's another good one who like those guys are always in touch with me and saying, Hey, we got a new song coming out, Do you mind adding it? And for me it's just like snap of a finger, you know, I already love this band, I'm adding it you're going to get a top five spot on your, on your release day. Uh, so it's definitely helped out a lot. Uh, you know, that was my intention was to kind of build a playlist to, to network really more than anything. Uh, and it's definitely worked in that manner. So I suggest people doing it uh, and not just do, like a lot of people are like, oh, I made a playlist and I made a, an Instagram post about it. Like, you know, like I put like a lot of work into this playlist in terms of like pushing it out there uh joining all the bands different Facebook groups like the Valley Hooligans Facebook group and just you know posting hey we have a I have a playlist featuring a lot of Valley Who songs and such and such and such you know check it out if you like it there's actually a guy uh Wes you know Wes Anderson yes I do he hit me up because I posted the uh playlist in the the bally hooligans group and now he's on the playlist so i have a good relationship with him so (laughs) it helps to to build a network and kind of meet really awesome musicians and really get exposed to different types of music that i really wasn't listening to before i had this playlist so i'm kind of grateful for it it's definitely helped out a lot
0: yeah, I mean, this is this is how this works, man. This is like the, the age that we live in now. And, um, you know, artists have to figure out how to get the music out there. And, and it's really about just being better at these social media platforms and learning how to use them and coming up with creative ways to, to use Spotify and, and get people to listen. And um, staying in touch with, with uh, playlist curators is – is one of those things. It's just as you know, as we we're learning as we go here. Uh, playlisting has become a thing in the last few years, and it's not going away. That's for sure. It's just going to
1: get bigger. And uh, no, I actually just actually, ironically today, just had an argument with two gentlemen that they think uh, it's not streaming is not sustainable and playlist culture is not sustainable. Uh, and my argument to them was, it might not be sustainable to you as an independent artist. But to me as a music consumer, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. And it's probably not going anywhere.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a, it's probably somebody that's upset with not getting paid, you know, and as much as maybe they could have years ago or something, but that's a closed minded approach to it because yeah, you like even myself, I, I, have Spotify and I had a, an Apple music subscription also for a bit just to check it out. Um, but I can understand how amazing this is. I pay 10 bucks and I can get pretty much any song I want to listen to like ever, you know, and I can save it and I can make my own playlists, And like, it's super convenient. I mean, how's it, you know, it, it's one of those things like the, the, uh, Spotify itself is not profitable, but it's, I don't see, I don't see how it's going to go away anytime soon. People are, people are loving just paying 10 bucks, get the song, you know, it's, it's, it's silly to me.
1: Yeah. You know, as a consumer, this is the greatest thing in the world. I would not like, where do you go from here? Like this is like, where does it go from here? I can't even imagine what's next.
0: I don't know what the next meeting would be. Yeah. This is going to last a long time, I think. And I mean, Spotify is is making bands, you know what I mean? Like putting them on on the right playlist, like that rap caviar playlist. Man, if you get on that, you're going to get streams, man, you know? And it, I don't know. It's it's to me it's uh it's an old world thinking. Like if you're thinking like that and you're saying that this is not sustainable, I think it's mostly coming from a from a place of uh uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, Disdain. Yeah, like you're pissed off. You're pissed off about it. It's like, dude, this is the way of the world. Don't fight it. Just embrace it. This is this is what people do now. This is what we do now. I mean, Apple is getting rid of iTunes. You know, it's that's all going away soon. <laughs> like, it's it's just the way of the world, and you have to embrace the the technology. And it's useless to fight it. You can you can go ahead and sell your CD. You can do that if you want, you know, no one listens to CDs anymore. They buy them because they're like a merch item and they want to support their merch. Yeah. Now it's not, it's not how they listen to music. They're going to take it home and leave it in their cabinet, you know, after you sign new,
1: it. new cars, don't even come with CD players anymore. They don't even put CD players in cars.
0: Yeah. New, new, uh, MacBooks and IMAX and things like that. They, they don't, they don't have disk yeah. drives either. You know, this is
1: just how it I is. I just got a new car. There was no CD player in it. That was the day I stopped printing CDs. I was like, "This is it. Like this is the end of CDs." There's not even a CD player in my car.
0: It's it's wild, man. Yeah, I I still believe in the CD as um, a merch item. Like it's something that if uh, they want to support, like a T-shirt, they'll buy it and they'll have you sign it, and then yeah. they'll just put it up in their cabinet or, or maybe they'll frame it or something. But it's not going to get spins, you know? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like
1: they're, they're like vinyl.
0: Yeah. Exactly, and a lot of people have record players, but you know, some people are going to put it up on their wall, or just add it to their collection. I mean, when they buy that CD from you, and then you sign it at the show, and they get in their car, it goes, it gets tossed in the back seat, and they pull your shit up on Spotify and listen to you on the way home. That's that's how it works.
1: Yeah, you know, there's yeah, just... it's nice to have it. It's, like you said, it's merch. It's something to sell at your at your table. But I think you could even get better. You know, if you're going to just have merch, there's better merch than than
0: CDs at this point. Yeah, you no, know, I think it's something, there's still like purists out there and there's still people like in our demographic, the the people that are coming to our shows, like they still remember CDs and they, they like having a physical copy of it. And, and it's also to support the band. Ultimately, yes, they're going to go listen on Apple Music or Spotify, um, but they're mostly doing it to support the band and they just like having the the physical thing, you know, the artwork and stuff. And I completely understand that. I just think the band should like, maybe not press as many as them As they used to,
1: yeah. And they're actually super cheap to do CDs. Yeah, they're
0: They're not expensive. Dying format, so
1: as opposed to something like vinyl, which could be a little pricey at times.
0: For sure, yeah. And it takes a long time to get vinyl, like four months.
1: Yeah, not not an easy process.
0: So, uh, yeah, you got a lot of um, a lot of bands that I know on this playlist. Checking it out. As a tropical? Yeah, like I said, it was.
1: uh, It was. It it has changed quite a bit, really, because of Ballyhoo. That's why I really was like, I should probably. I want to get on his podcast and let him know, like, this is a playlist that you have personally shaped. uh, Not really you, but your fan base has really shaped, uh, because there were Ballyhoo fans that really had reached out to Nate and suggested a lot of these fans. And uh, I'm super grateful to them for, A, screening the playlist, and then, B, really letting me know what they wanted. And I definitely pushed it to be that. And I thought about changing the name, but I, I like the name of the playlist. so mm-hmm. yeah, It's you've got been, good S, uh, engine optimization.
0: Yeah, for sure. The, the SEO is, is good, I'm sure. It's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Well, there's not
1: actually a lot of rap rock playlists. On There's not a lot of Rap rock anything
0: It's not the Not the most Popular music These days
1: Yeah Um, Well I mean It is though Because if you look at at, Like a 21 Pilots Who is a rap Like a rap rock band They're like The biggest band In the world But True They're not even Labeled as that Which is weird Same thing with Like Linkin Park And You know it's, It's strange it's definitely a strange uh, genre.
0: Yeah, I think there's 10%. there's the good ones, and then there's like ones that are just really, really bad. You know, the ones that yeah, the ones that pops are, and and you know, you can still listen to the songs. I mean, Lincoln Park is like to me, it's like timeless.
1: Or the or the Gorillas with yeah. that genre, it's like the bands are either gigantic or you don't know who they are.
0: Yeah, I was watching uh, uh, Finn Mckin. McKinty, um, he does the punk rock MBA on YouTube, and I've had him on the podcast before. And uh, he just did one about that whole new metal era in the you know ninety nine two thousand, and uh, it was great. It was a great episode, man. They, they, he covered all the heavyweights, and then he covered all the bands that were just trying to be like them, you know, like bands that that, that were trying to be corn and things like that. It was really well put together. I'm
1: gonna have to check that out after.
0: Yeah, yeah, he does a great, great job on his videos, man. It's just all like very in depth, like comparing like all these bands. Which like, why did why did pop punk go the way it did, or what you know? How, how did this band get so big? Like, it's just really, really cool. Oh, uh,
1: actually, I do watch his videos all the time. Oh, right on. Now, now that you're mentioning it, yeah, so one he did on uh, a day to remember. Yeah, uh, All Out Boy really. Those are very insightful videos.
0: Yeah, he's really good at it, man. I, I had him on the show and uh, last year, and he was—he was just very, very knowledgeable. He's—he's he's been in marketing for years, and um, obviously a huge music music fan, and uh, loves all the bands that he talks about. Really, you know, it's just—he just talks about what he knows. Yeah, I
1: actually really like the video.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's great. His, his production gets better and better, and his, uh, I told him his thumbnails are great too. They're just big and gaudy, and just make you want to click on them.
1: I will
0: have to go watch that episode after this now. <laughs> as a as a playlister, I mean, you're pretty much a, a, a curator these days, um, you know. And you say you have bands coming to you and stuff. I think that that's amazing, man. And, and the I can see the followers going up. Fin- I, w- I hope that anybody listening right now is going to go check out Alternative Rock, Hip Hop Fusion Top 50 on Spotify and and follow it um, because your boys are on there several times. I'm looking at it. Before we get out of here, what, what are some uh, some tips you can give to, to bands that are trying to get on some playlists? Um,
1: it's, it's a lot of work. Uh, what I do is I have two spreadsheets that I have made. So what I kind of took a class where it teaches you that uh, every basically treat every song like a single. Uh, I'm giving you golden advice here. Uh, what you do is you, you create a spreadsheet. Your first spreadsheet is a keyword spreadsheet. And you have about four columns. One is your possible genres. So, like, I'm looking at a song we did called Queen of Dragons, for instance. That was the Game of Thrones song. So, like, under possible genre, I put, like, alternative, pop, hip-hop, rock, uh, rap, rock and roll, oh. yada, yada. Then there's descriptive words. So, like Game of Thrones, fire, poetic, dragon, magic. Uh, those are your like your keywords. Those are your big ones. Uh, your feelings, your mood, exciting, energetic, and then seasons: winter, spring, summer, fall. There's only four of them. Uh, and what you do is you type that keyword. One go one keyword at a time. You type it into your search bar. So if I just type, you know, dragons. For instance, into my search bar on Spotify, you scroll down until it says playlist and then click see all. And you find the playlist with like somebody that has a first and last name. Uh, you click on the playlist and you click on the person's name and a picture will be next to them. Uh, you type their name into Facebook you search their name, their per- that person's name, and their picture might may or may not come up. This is where it gets kind of picky. Uh, so you find their Facebook, and you have a second um, spreadsheet, which has, like, name of the curator, their email, their Facebook link, or Instagram link, name of their playlist, a link to their playlist, and, like, the date you contacted them. And it's basically just like a tracker to keep track of every, everybody that you're contacting. Uh, and that's how you kind of find these people and just literally you're going to be messaging like hundreds to thousands of these people and most of them will not respond to you. Uh, maybe like 5% of them will. Uh, but this is how you really get on, on playlists and you kind of build relationships with uh, different curators and stuff. I hope that that wasn't too much information at once. No, I this was give it to you real quick.
0: That was amazing advice. I think every person, every artist listening right now should rewind this about five minutes and uh, go try that and write it down or whatever because that's
1: great. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's an insane amount of work. I, I took a class on it. I took a class, it's called a uh, Savvy Musician Academy. She's like this Celtic metal artist in, uh, Canada. And she does like these like, uh, you know, musician, music business classes online. Uh, but I got the class pretty cheap because I like pre-ordered it because I'm like a big follower of hers. I've taken other classes there before. And I I don't mind sharing the information with as many people as possible because it's, at the end of the day, information shouldn't be, uh, you know, I don't see a point in hoarding knowledge. Same, uh, same here. And there is, everybody could be doing, it, it, it also, it just comes down to, it, it's so much work that I could tell a billion people to go do this, most of them will quit after the first, like, 50. Cause it's monotonous. I literally, like, I'll sit there, I'll put on, like, relaxing music, like, relaxing instrumental music and just search and then send, mess. like, there's, you make yourself a message template, where like, it, you know, it's called copywriting, not like copywriting like you copyright a song, like copywriting, something you can copy and paste, but you can personalize it to make it sound personal so it doesn't look like spam when you're sending it to these curators and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it takes so much time and effort, uh, but it really does, you know, pay off. Because it's going to help you in the algorithm with Discover Weekly, uh, it's going to help you make those connections like you were talking about. And sometimes you get on some really big playlists. Uh, sometimes you get on ones so where you're only going to get two or three monthly listeners. That's okay. They all, you know, they add up. If you're on a 100 playlists with three monthly listeners, that's the same as one playlist with 300 monthly listeners. So They definitely add up.
0: It, like like you said, you can take, you can give this advice all day long, but only the ones that really want to work and are really focused and driven are gonna do, are gonna take this advice and actually use it. Um, I totally it's understand
1: extremely, that. It's extremely extremely hard.
0: Same thing with Instagram. Like one of the things that I learned about Instagram was that if you go like into your, uh, you pick a hashtag that's related to your business, your band, whatever, and you type it in and you take the the top 9 and you go to each one of those and you start leaving a comment you leave a like and a comment but but something that's like you know a part of the conversation not just like cool pick nothing like that nice photo like say something cool about it something that's meaningful and you do that like with 10 hashtags it it takes fucking hours to do that <laughs> like and I've done it you know and and I watched I watched our uh, our followers go up over the next couple of days because of that. Now I can't sit there and do that every day. I just, I mean, I, I probably could. I'm making excuses now. This is that's me making excuses. Um, but it's, you have to make the time. You have to just, just do it. You know. Um, and this is one of those things. You know, you got to reach out. I, I'm going to add to your advice. I think that, um, and you probably already thought this too, but um, something that I noticed when you when you go to submit, you're single. Um, to Spotify via, via the, uh, the Spotify dashboard submit tool. Um, it's going to ask you what what mood. mood or moods. I think you can pick like two or three. And so I advise bands to go to Spotify and go to the browse section and click genres and moods and just go through. And if you think any one of these remotely connects to your, your style of music at all, click on that. That option, like so. Right now, I'm looking at summer. I click summer, and I know Bally is known for summer summer songs. So I'll go through and I will start going. Okay, summer hits, summer party, sunny day, soak up the sun, which is one that we're a part of. Beach vibes, another one that we're a part of. So it's find the find the mood and the genre that fits with with what you're doing. Go to each one of those uh, playlists in that in that mood, and start scanning through and see if any of these songs match anything that you're doing, and um, Take Make a note of that you know whatever mood that was or whatever playlist that was, and you're gonna to want to put that in into your options your tags when you go to submit your thing,
1: yeah, that definitely helps too the the mood the mood playlists are big, yeah, uh, people don't realize like those are really the the genre specific playlists are not as as big as the mood specific ones or like uh like the gym playlist, like the training playlist uh motivation those those are big playlists that uh, that i found that there are a ton of them like that that keyword like training uh gym workout those are all like really big beach surf canal like those are big time uh keywords which they have a lot of playlists on that you can submit to pretty easily
0: yeah even under focus um you know, like they've got lo-fi beats, you know, for, for studying or, or whatever it is. You know, just, just it's pretty wild. They've got lots of different options um, for people in different situations. So it's very important that, that bands just get into Spotify. And I'd say get on the desktop version because it goes even further, I think. Um, and just start learning the ins and outs, learning the genres, learning the moods, um, what the charts look like, you know, what Discover Weekly looks like release radar, everything, just learn it like you would anything else and just add it to your knowledge as like a tool, you know?
1: Yeah, At the end of the day, like you said, it's not going anywhere and it, it benefits you to know what's going on rather than just kind of say, well, this is, this is not sustainable. I'm going to wait till this goes away. Yeah. That's, that's
0: away. just an ignorant approach to that. Um, you know, it's here and it's not going anywhere. Like, you know, and <laughs> If anything, embrace it and use the fuck out of it until it does go away, you know? That's, that's the opposite yeah, approach. If,
1: if, you could, if you can get on like a good like run on Discover Weekly and keep constantly be triggering the algorithm, your song's going to do well. And eventually, you hope... You know, Not everybody's going to get on the editorial playlist. Uh, you just have to accept that. You're probably not going to get on the editorial playlist uh, but Discover Weekly, you can do really well with the algorithm-generated playlist. and then maybe get added to an editorial at some release at some point if you keep buzzing. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah, and there's there's ways you can climb up the ladder and eventually meet someone, you know, meet an actual real Spotify cur- curator, you know, at some point. You know, you just got you have to do the work and the research, like you
1: said. Yeah, that's one thing. Kosher and I were talking about last time I talked to him. He was like, I I had some like a plug there, and I, I fucked it up. Uh, he like lost their contact or like he didn't stay in touch with them. It was like when Spotify first came around, you'd have to ask him about it. He would tell me about it. Uh, but you know, if you eventually can meet one of those people, I actually do know one. Uh, she puts us on, she has a playlist that she curates that we're on, but it's not a Spotify official. But she does curate some for Spotify, but nothing like within that genre. So it's a little weird the way it works. And I asked her, like, how did she get the job doing it? She like, was like, I don't even know how I got this job. So it was weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, it's just important to, you know, even outside of all this playlist stuff, just, you know, it's it's important to know people and to have relationships and build a network. And you just never know who you're talking to at a show or Anywhere, you know, anywhere. It could be on the street. You just have no idea who you are talking to. Um, It could be somebody that could really help make a difference in your career. Um, And I think you just you should just be on the on the pursuit to make friends and grow your network and stay in contact and just be cool. You know, don't be a dick. There is no reason share your information. You know, that's why I started this podcast. I've garnered a lot of knowledge over this over the last quarter century <laughs> doing this stuff and uh you know it's it seems to help a lot of a lot of people i get dms all the time from artists and stuff saying how thankful they are for the pod you know and um people like you are coming on and just giving away this golden knowledge you know um and you don't have to do that but it's just something you enjoy doing and at some point it's reciprocal you know it's going to come back to you
1: yeah and like i said i'm not trying to hoard knowledge. Like, I've learned stuff from this podcast. I figured, hey, let me come on and, you know, this is what you're doing. This is great. I, you know, I wish that somebody had put this information out there when I started out a few years ago.
0: I think that's great that we're learning from each other.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, just because no one was there for you, that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be there for, for other people. You should try to make that change instead of keeping things the way that they are that's a
0: trait of like misery, you know, like a miserable person or a negative person that, well, I didn't do anything for me. No, that's not how you need to think. You need to be positive and just, you know, yeah. s- try to be see the silver lining. For you. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Just go keep doing what you're doing and be free with your, your knowledge and your experiences, because all that stuff is going to come back. You know, it's, it's all about mindset and just, you know, just staying on the path. And the path is not to be a dick. <laughs>
1: That is the truth, <laughs> uh, Dan. Don't be a dick.
0: It was awesome to talk to you, man. This has uh, been super informative. I think this is going to be one of the one of the better episodes, man. I, I think that anybody listening, if you're trying to do this, you should really go back, listen to this second second and third time, take notes, and um, really work on your your uh, your Spotify playlist skills, man. Alternative hip hop fusion
1: alternative rock slash hip-hop fusion top 50
0: almost at it alternative rock slash hip-hop fusion dash top 50 uh everybody go follow this this playlist Um, there's a lot of cool bands on it i can see already um i'm already following it but uh gonna be a lot of stuff you enjoy so definitely do that all my listeners out there go check this out um let's get dan to a thousand followers let's see if we can make that happen um Dude, thanks again for for coming onto the show and like, well, obviously stay in touch and, um, yeah, I appreciate you all the love, you know.
1: No, thanks for yeah. having me. I'm gonna, I'm actually, I'm gonna try to come out to the uh, House of Independence show you guys are playing. Oh, sick! In
0: Asbury. Yeah, that'll be fun. That's next month.
1: Yeah, try to get out there for that. It's not far in Asbury all the time, so it shouldn't be a problem.
0: Rad. Yeah, we have good shows out in Asbury Park, so I'm I'm hoping for another slamming one. Cool man, well, uh, have a have a great day, and uh, I'll make sure to put the link to the uh, to your playlist in the podcast description and everything for people to check it out.
1: All right, thank you very much, Howie. Have a good one. Definitely, dude. Have a good one.
0: All right, what I tell you, man. Thanks to Dan for coming on the show. Uh, alternative rock, hip hop fusion, top fifty. On Spotify, please give it a follow. Um, dude is really super supportive of my band and uh, other bands that I know. Indie artists, this is what you need to be doing: forming relationships with these curators. They don't have to have millions of followers or even thousands of followers. You can. I hit up someone this morning, a guy that his playlist has like 230 followers but he added our song he added Renegade to the playlist and I was able to find him I reached out and I sent him a message on Facebook actually and he replied and he said oh dude no problem you guys are great like that's what it's all about man make the connection and get your band heard and every time you put out a new song these people are going to be more inclined to to add you to their playlist you know It it all works together one hand washes the other one hand rubs the other (laughs) <laughs> um, so yeah thanks Dan thank you for that uh, thank you all for listening thank you for supporting the podcast if you're interested in supporting the podcast go to talesfromthegreenroom.com and hit the support the podcast button and they will give you all the information for that follow me at Howie Spangler and Instagram leave me a voicemail for the mailbag and my DM and you can also leave me uh, messages on the Anchor FM dot, uh, anchor.fm app So uh, yeah, get on the show. Let's talk. Give me a shout out. Listen to your voice. Word. uh, Thank you all so much, man. Have a wonderful day, wonderful week, and I will see you very soon.